Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hello listeners and welcome back to another episode of Brainwaves on 3CR, 8.55am or 3CR Digital, sponsored by MI Fellowship of Victoria. My name's Tu and on today's show we have a panel discussion with Marie. Hi. Mark. Hello. And Daniel. Hello. Speaking on media portrayals of mental health. Um, First we'll go to a CSA. Okay, so um, thanks guys for coming in today to... Uh, for this panel discussion. So we'll start off just with a general question. What do you guys think is the role of the media in serving our community? What do you think, Marie? Um, I think media is predominantly for entertainment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, like... <laughs> to like, educate or to inform the public or mainly, I, mainly entertainment? I... I I the way that I consume media yep. is mainly for entertainment, but like, yeah, like media is for the news and everything else. <laughs> Does everyone agree with that? Yeah, so I think uh, nowadays pretty much everybody's consuming media nonstop. It's like you wake up in the in the morning, you get on your phone straight away, you're reading the news, you're watching videos. Uh, obviously, we we're reading lots of things and we're watching lots of things so much that it is obviously informing our thoughts and opinions a lot of what we think about things we actually get from the media that's a good point it's not like we just uh, come up with ideas in our head randomly (laughs) independently it's like we read a newspaper that tells us something and then that's what we believe about something okay what do you think mark well we're looking at the context of media portrayals of uh, mental health mental illness and uh I guess, uh, you know, there was an article today in the paper about uh, some uh, people incarcerated in nursing homes, etc., or, or, you know, childcare facilities. And uh, it's it's often we, we like to read about things that perhaps um, are, um, you know, uh, sensational in the news, but often they have a negative uh, content. Okay. So I guess that's what we probably need to just to discuss today as to whether media is doing their part in portraying um, and having an objective view of mental illness. Okay, so Marie, how do you think the media in- misinforms or informs the public? How do you think that shapes our views of mental health? Um, I think it's like a mixed representation. Like sometimes you can get like a good um, representation of it, but sure. a lot of the time, like the main focus like the big um portrayals <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's the word they're i feel that they're very misinformed and like the people who are presenting these ideas normally i find that they're done by people like who have no history with mental illness and who hmm. don't really like have directors a, and news reporters yeah that yeah, they don't really have a personal journey with it and I feel like that's where a lot of the misrepresentation is from. Okay what do you think Dan? Yeah there's definitely a lot of uh, negative portrayals of mental health (coughs) issues in the 
not just the news, but in films and books. Uh, I think a lot of the time, mental health issues are kind of an easy answer for newspapers. Sure. It's like a bad event happens, and I think when something really bad happens, many people are trying to find a reason why it happened. A lot of the time, there is no real reason, but they often pick on mental health issues to say the mental health issue is the reason why these bad things happened. Okay. Uh, One example that I can think of is earlier in the year, there was the, the pilot who crashed the plane. Uh, in in France into the Alps and killed a lot of people and uh, immediately the news came out and said he was depressed and automatically there's obviously everyone saying why did he kill all these people it's because he was depressed well was he depressed he was depressed but the they're trying to make like a cause and effect like the why did he do this violence it was because he was depressed well it wasn't only because he was depressed there's more more to it, but I think we do like to to have things simplified for us, and the news obviously often does that and simplifies things. And uh, in doing so, they obviously perpetuate negative stereotypes and negative portrayals of people with mental health issues. So let's talk about the those negative portrayals. What what do you think about um, negative portrayals in in media? Mark, do you think they're predominantly negative or predominantly... I think they, they need to have a hook to the story. And to Dan's point, uh, they would look at the pilot. Pilots who are not feeling not 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 um, in a bad place don't crash planes. They have a reason. And people who do things, whether they're, they're affected by drugs, alcohol, whatever the, they may be. The, the, I guess to your point, you know, the newspaper's going to go, OK, what was the reason this guy crashed his plane into the mountains? So they go after the reason... And generally, the reason is his state of mental health. Um, that's and they would argue that they're reporting the general facts. That's a good point. But I, th- I think the problem with this is a lot of people reading those newspapers will think, "Oh, if you're depressed, that means that you're going to crash a plane and kill loads of people." When it's not, that's not really an accurate portrayal of that mental health issue. There's mental health issues are very complex things and one person might react completely differently to a mental health issue as to someone else would. Uh, it's so complex that you can't really say that it was his depression that caused that accident, or, well, not accident, sorry. It wasn't his actual mental health issue that did it. That may have been a factor, but it's such a complex issue that and that's that's the problem that a lot of people fall into, that they, they do see these negative things in the media about people with depression, people with anxiety, and they think everybody with depression and anxiety acts like that. And I don't think that's actually how it is. Mm. Let's talk about films. So do you think, Marie, that um, portrayals of mental illness in films are predominantly negative? Um, I tend to avoid watching a lot of movies Okay, with like mental illness portrayals in it in case like I get triggered and like when I do go into what like before I watch a movie I will read the plot or the synopsis beforehand just to make sure like there's not something that could possibly trigger me. So how do you feel to that out? Do you read the blurbs of reviews? Yeah like I, I normally just read like the the plot line on wikipedia or i ask my friends who have already watched it like is there anything potentially that could not be good for me 
So you have to be really careful and select which movies you decide to watch just in yeah. case they trigger you. Yeah. Yeah. But what? So what movies have you seen? Um, the one movie that really sticks out to me where I didn't read beforehand and like really triggered me was Perks of Being a Wallflower. With Emma Watson? Yeah. And um, yeah, the mo- in that movie, like he doesn't necessarily have a mental illness. Like he it doesn't outright say like he has borderline personality disorder or anything, but it's the the way like it's implied. Yeah, have you seen that film, Dan? Yeah, I have uh, it's yeah, it's not actually specifically about mental health issues, but uh, yeah, it's, it's I kind of uh, agree with Marie in that a lot of the time when I'm watching films, it can have a an effect on my own mental health, like how we digest media. It obviously does have an influence on us. Uh, I do. I also sometimes find it hard to watch movies about mental health issues and stuff like that because. It kind of, it can trigger emotions in me and it can trigger thoughts in my head that are kind of scare me in a way. Especially if you're watching very dramatic scenes. Yes, and I think actually talking about drama is like a good good point to look at because I was often mental health issues in movies, they're just going for the drama. They're not actually looking at the, the actual mental health issue itself. Uh, I actually think a lot of mental health issues are quite boring. Like <laughs> when you ex- when when a person's experiencing depression, a lot of it's just in their head, or they might just they don't want to get out of bed in the morning and they don't want to do anything. Uh, that doesn't really make a very compelling movie, does it? Watching someone do nothing. So no, you can't lo- make a drama about nothing. <laughs> so it's like a lot of the time the in uh, films they're using the dramatic elements of mental health issue in order to make a dramatic movie Hmm. and uh, one type of movie that often does this is uh, horror movies a lot of the time there's a psychotic killer with schizophrenia who's gonna come and kill a lot of people and they're using schizophrenia and saying this is this is what it does to people it causes violence this is what it It, looks like yeah and they're they're using that dramatic element that probably never features very often in schizophrenia, but they're using that as to add a dramatic aspect to their movies. Okay. And uh, that just perpetuates ne- a negative portrayal of schizophrenia in this case. Like horror movies, they do often have the crazy killer and people might watch that and think, well, crazy people are violent, but it's not really, it's not really a realistic portrayal of mental health issues. Do you agree with that, Mark? Do you think that films are very realistic or non-realistic? Well, I, I think it'd be difficult to make a, a you know, a horror movie or whatever without someone who is is crazy and, and you know, um, gets back to the issue of, uh, you know, the portrayal of. But um, Well, you can't have villains who are sane. Well, you know, I think there's there's people out there who, who uh, you know, are... You know what is what is the definition of normal and sane? But just to Dan's point, I mean, portraying someone in a movie, they're running around with a chainsaw or something. I mean, they have to uh, have to be a bit uh, have a bit of a crazy look on their face. I was trying to think of that film recently, Brad Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence with um, Silver Linings Playbook. That's it. I think that for this discussion is probably the film that uh, really portrays. 
people struggling. I mean, this, the first five minutes yeah. of the film is his mum picking up Brad from uh, from his uh, uh, you know his day day uh, or the hospital that he that he's been in, and it portrays his life from there. And uh, I, think I love that a, film. It's a, it's a great film portraying people who have got their stuff going on, and. Uh, you know, uh, very powerful in, in working through it. He's been in therapy and, uh, you know, he's on medication and he goes to the football and there's all st- sorts of stuff and Jennifer Lawrence wants to be in his life and he doesn't want to be in his, her to be in his life and it's, uh, you know, very hard-hitting, good film to watch. Okay, great discussion, guys. We're just going to go to a quick song and we'll be right back. Welcome back, listeners, and you're listening to Brainwaves on 3CR, 8.55am on your dial. Before the break, we were speaking with Marie, Mark and Dan about mental illness and media portrayals. So, Marie, what do you think, how do you think newspapers in particular portray mental illness? Truthfully, I don't read newspapers because it's boring. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) So you don't, okay, do you read newspapers, Mark? Well, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm a bit uh, older than Marie, so I've grown up with newspapers and books and all those sorts of things. And look, the reality is I've worked in, in newspapers and, uh, you know, newspapers is about uh, reporting the news. However, the stories that uh, will get onto the page will be uh, often, you know, sensational or, or funny or whatever the case might be. So I think in answer to your question, um, they will often report a, a story where, uh, you know, as far as mental health, mental illness, uh, they might report a story about someone who, you know, has gone off the edge, and they also might report this, a story about a, a, a hospital opening or uh, a new treatment or, a, you know, something about Patrick McGorry and oxygen and, and, and headspace, all those those things. But unfortunately, they will take a, a back seat to something that's happening internationally or whatever. So I don't think they mean to be, you know, negative or biased, but I think they just have to make space for bigger stories. Very true. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, so I think uh, obviously news is tied in with events, so it has to, they have to be reporting on something that's actually happening. So if they're reporting on an event connected to mental health issues, usually like the majority ben, of the ben time... Like Cousins or Amy Winehouse or those high-profile yeah, people? A lot of the time it's like it, it's in a negative light because it's hard to, uh, to think of positive events that actually happen connected to mental health issues. Yeah. Uh, Something like Britney Spears having a meltdown, that that's really going to sell newspapers. It's really negative. As uh, Mark was saying, it's kind of sensational. People like to to see the extremes of something, and they always report on the extremes of mental health. Okay. Uh, I think the problem with that is a lot of people read these articles and believe the extreme is actually the the normality. They don't think. Uh, yeah, they think that's how it is for everyone. Britney Spears has this massive meltdown. That's how everybody has a meltdown. So, Marie, um, what do you think, what kind of examples do you think in in media in general from what you've seen that can shed a positive light on mental illness? Um, the one, like, TV show that I have seen that, sh- like, shows an, a more accurate presentation... presentation of like a mental illness is the tv show um my mad fat diary where it's like it's about this teenage girl who has disordered eating and i feel like it's more authentic because 
the the show is based on an an actual girl's diary and her going through treatment and it's being told by people by a person who actually suffered through the disorder and the illness so like i think that um for a more authentic portrayal it should be told by people who actually have lived experience yeah Yeah. so for you that movie broke down the misconceptions yeah what what do you think mark How how do you think we can shed a positive light on mental illness through the media Oh, look, I, 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 you know, again, it, it comes down to what the stories are out on the day or the week. But uh, I what think, about uh, movies and TV? Um, look, I, I don't know whether you know making a movie about, or you know, with characters. And I mean, a lot of movies are based on on you know um, people who have got disorders, or whatever. That makes the movie funny or sad or whatever it might be. So. Um, I don't think they'll make a movie specifically to get people in and, and whether people would go to a movie just uh, about, uh, you know, positive portrayals of, of, of mental health. I, I, I'm not sure. But, look, you know, there will always be movies, there will always be TV programs, there will always be newspapers, and they'll report what is, is perceived to be newsworthy on the day and make movies that, are, that are, people are watching uh, at, that, at that time. But can the media help in combating the stigma attached with mental illness, Dan? They could, but I don't know if they will. Uh, I do think lived experience and people sharing their lived experience is really important. Shows like Brainwaves, it's good to get to get the message out there that people with mental health issues, they're not monsters, they're just normal people like everyone else. What, what's, whatever normal is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just say we're, we're not scary people, we're just normal people. Fair enough. Well, ending on that note, I think we'll wrap up, but thank you so much, Marie, Mark and Dan, for being on this panel. You can listen to podcasts of our show at 3cr.org.au and iTunes. Send us your feedback, thoughts or just get in contact, especially if you have a story, suggestions or topic you'd like to share. Email us at brainwaves at myfellowship.org or post to brainwaves at 3CR, PO Box 1277, Collingwood, Victoria 3066. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune into 3CR next Wednesday at 5pm for another episode of Brainwaves. Stay tuned now for Renegade Economist. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.